Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important? I fuck with what y'all got going on and what y'all represent. You know what I'm saying? We want people to leave greater than they came. We want people to leave with an aha moment. Because black people don't like going to therapy. Right. Y'all made therapy cool. Yeah. And you got an elder on social media talking about relationships. Like, that's not something we see all the time in it. The concept of it, you know what I'm saying, basically address a lot of issues that, you know what I'm saying, our community got. Toxic traits, you know what I'm saying, past trauma. And it ain't shoved down your throat in a, in a you know, politically correct way. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of scrolling. If I can go to Shade Room, I can go to Full Circle TV. You know everything come full circle. I just so love watch it come full circle. And I can never let the bad vibes inside my circle, no. Welcome back to season two of Relationship Goals, the podcast, where our goal is to encourage our listeners to do the work, have those hard conversations, and cultivate healthier relationships. In season two, we're going to meet four couples. These four couples are navigating through life as parents, entrepreneurs, and even blended families. Thank you so much for joining us for season two of Relationship Goals, the podcast. We have reached our final episode, y'all. This week, we are sitting down with these couples to talk about how they define their relationships and how they became their own relationship goals. Let's jump right into the episode. It was kind of like an unspoken rule breaker, which is that everybody got to do what we need to do in order to make this work. So you got to be the janitor one day. You got to be the background singer. You might have to sing the lead. You're going to have to do some work. We got the magic happening. Got a feeling it's great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. Everything that we need, everything that we beg, girl. The magic's happening. And the feeling is great and it's feeling is great, girl. The magic happening. Happening. It's happening. Yeah. We dated. We went on like a few dates, so... I think the first time I met my children was like six months after. It was a while because we was just low key, you know, hanging out and things like that. But when we started to get serious, he was like, I want you here every day. <laughs> I'm tired of you going home or going to get the kids and da da da. I want y'all here with me. I'm like, okay. So we, me and the kids, we moved into Maurice's apartment at that time. And ever since then, we've just all been one. We waited a while before we decided to, to integrate the kids into the situation, only just to make sure that what we was trying to do was what it was. And we, we enjoyed each other's company. But, you know, kicking it and living real life is two different things. Like, I could, you could kick it with anybody. You can go out with somebody on the weekend and y'all, you know, the sneaky link and y'all drinking and having a good time. but. When you taking out that pack of meat, what we finna wash? Cause you gotta be up in the morning. It ain't fun. Mm-hmm. It ain't it ain't fun no more. It ain't, no. It, it, we ain't at the club tonight. We homework gotta get done and stuff like that. And like when it started becoming real life, that's when we both kind of knew we had to assume some roles. Like at that time, I was an educator, so I you know the kids' education became primarily my role. You know to make sure they was led in the right direction and just doing certain things and she filled in the blanks in other spots. So 
it was that was definitely one of the I would have to say it was kind of like a unspoken rule breaker was just that everybody got to do what we need to do in order to make this work. So you got to be the janitor one day, you got to be the background singer, you might have to sing the lead, but you gonna have to do some work. So that was the biggest thing that when we came together, when we definitely were blending the kids, we knew it was real work that had to be done. I just think it was kind of like a, a unsaid thing, like you better not cheat on me. And, and, and I'm not saying I condone cheating, <laughs> but when you're married, there are things you gonna that you are gonna go through, and it doesn't even have to be cheating, um, that you're going to kind of compromise and sacrifice and kind of think about, like, you're not just gonna leave. But if those things keep happening, then yes, it's like, okay, if you, you know, cheat on me, okay, maybe I can or figure it out. But, yeah, like, cheating, I think, was just, like, this unsaid, like, no, we're not doing that. Or lying. Yeah, like you know, a compulsive lying, just, yeah. I'm the type of person, I just, I hate when people lie for no reason, like, especially if we just having a conversation um, and you lying for no reason or just lying, period. Like, mm -hmm. I'm an honest person. Um, I have no reason to lie about anything, so that's how I live my life. That's how, I think that rubbed off on you, too, or whatever, too, because oh, yeah. she's very honest, too, so... Just, you know, just being honest with each other, being honest with yourself, and just, you know, carrying on. That's that's pretty much what it, what it is. The one thing I hope stays the same um, in our relationship 20 years from now is our connection as far as, like, like I said before, like, the vibing out. Like, that's when we really, really, like, just let go. And as he said also, with music, we be chilling. Or even if we watching movies, it's always like an old movie. And I guess it's maybe like the quality time. Um, I hope that never changes. Because I feel like a lot of times that's when we get to be by ourselves, our kids sleep, and we can actually like breathe. And and um, that's I just don't want that to change because if we don't have time for each other or have our main like vibe out sessions or whatever, I feel like we can kind of like grow apart. And I know people, you know, Roll apart a little bit in marriage and get close. I know you do that back and forth, back and forth. Um, but yeah, I definitely say keeping our little vibe out, connection, quality time moments. Um, what I don't want to change, what I don't want to change twenty years from now is, of course, our company, our vibe, like you said, um, the way we have so much in common and just. I don't know, like what, what, like you said, music. I think we have a connection with music. Period. Like everything we like, I think has a message behind it too. At the same time, so just music. Uh, of course, the sex. Um, I don't ever want that to change at all. So I don't ever want her style to change. Like I love it. Like I love even when she tries something different. Is 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 she keep it? in her own way, and I, that's what I love about her. For me, it's just that one trick that you did that got JoJo here. I mean, was it great? Yeah, just gotta stay the same. Oh my goodness. That trick done. Okay. I ain't gonna tell you what it is, but that's for me, not for you. I never hope that this changes. So even something like that, just that comment in itself, um, the, the humor 
I, I love that. So I hope that never changes. I still want to be able to kind of talk to her and just be like 100, like where we could just have cool conversations and be and still be friends. I just want us to have a good foundation still, like 20 years from now, that we could still sit back, joke, drink, um, and talk shit, really. You know what I'm saying? I don't want everything to be so serious, and I, I want us to still be able to be light and still... Uh, I want us to still be us, you know, in 20 years. I have to say two things. One is him dating me. I love being dated. Like, I love that we still go on dates. I love that we still plan stuff for us to have those moments to ourselves. But also another thing is for him to still make me feel attractive. Like I, I like when we riding in the car and he rubs my leg or holds my hand, just make me feel wanted. Like make me feel like he wants, he wants to be on me. If that makes sense. <laughs> it's our vibe. I tell her all the time, she ain't gonna never find out a near nutter. And I ain't, I ain't trying to find out a near nutter either. Like, this is my partner in crime. I could tell her yeah. anything, and she gonna roll with me, or vice versa. She gonna come to me, and I don't give a damn if we gonna sell peanuts on the freeway. Me and my baby gonna be out there making it fucking hot, yeah. and y'all gonna have some planter's nuts in y'all mouth, because that's how we rock it. You know what I'm saying? That's my dog. If I could give advice to someone that's dating right now, that's looking to pursue getting married, um, for if I'm talking to another young woman, I would tell them to make sure that they bring to the table what they expect at the table. Um, I feel like nowadays we live in a day and age in our society where women expect men to have everything together and them to just come live. And it's like, nah, baby, you gotta have a plan too. Because, yeah, I guess we do live in a time where women wanna be kept, but I just never been that woman. So for me, what are you gonna do if he leaves you? That's how, how I always thought. Like, everything, every, my daddy always taught me the lifestyle you wanna live, be able to live it without that person. If you can't live without that person, then you need to, you need to hustle harder. You need to, to, get, to get, be able to handle all of that by yourself. The advice that I would give to somebody dating in their 30s, you have to pick and choose what you're, I feel like you're gonna settle somewhere. Um, but you kind of have to pick and choose what you're willing to settle on. Because uh, we see it, we haven't had to experience dating um, new people in our 30s, but our friends have. So it's like, you're gonna have to take back on something. So you may have to be like, well, I don't like somebody who has long hair. Um, you may have to settle for that. So those little things we have to be like, I don't, I don't really know. Well, it doesn't have to be just like, you know, what, what meets the eye as far as how the person looks is just everybody has their own, you know, crap, their own, you know, bad uh, character flaws yeah. or whatever you, you want to call it. But it's all a matter of, like, what are you willing to put up with? Because everybody has that. You're never going to find anything that's perfect. And uh, social media puts you in a place where you, you know, you see all these relationship goals and all of that, but <laughs> all of that stuff is fake. The real is everybody has their own mess. Find somebody's mess that you're going to put up with <laughs> and, and don't give up on them. That's all, that's all that matters. Know yourself first. 
Um, because if you can't, if you don't know yourself, how can you really look for anything because you don't know what you want? Um, make sure, you know, like I said, you know yourself, you know what you want, you know what you're looking for, but at the end of the day, you're not going to always get everything you're looking for. But I just say, as long as you can bring all of you to the table, then I think then you, then that other person, they'll, they'll, they'll fall in, in love with that and they'll, you know, uh, catch on to that and they, they don't have a choice but to love you for you because that's what you're giving. Uh, one piece of advice I can give a person that's dating in their 30s is making sure, you know, both of y'all on the same page as far as communicating. Uh, I feel like communication is key to any relationship. Um, communication, um, making sure you know what you want because a lot of times you get in a relationship where one person know what they want and the other person actually don't have a clue of what they want. So it kind of make it an issue, you know what I'm saying? So both, just being on the same page, period. Like, and it comes from communication. It starts with communication. And then everything else kind of like falls in place. Stop trying to go with your type. You yeah. need to go with the opposite of what you like. If you like thugs, go get you a good guy. You like them chicks that be ratchet, go get you a good woman, dog. That's the problem. We yeah. spend more time chasing the person that we like instead of liking the person that like us. Now, why don't you go find somebody that like you? Do that right now. You know who she is. You know who he is, girl. He in your inbox. You been curving him. Answer that. We got the magic happening. Girl, the feeling is great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. Everything. Relationship Goals, the podcast, is a full-circle television production recorded in Everyday Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Our audio engineer is Dooch, and our executive producers are Marcus and Kayla Lewis-Adlin. Our production assistant is G, and music is by J.R. Simulton. Don't forget, if you're only listening to the podcast, there's so much more to see on FullCircleTelevision.com. Log on to experience Relationship Goals, the series, in a whole new way. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full Circle Television. Be your own relationship goals with Relationship Goals, the journal. This journal is an extension of our show and has 100 plus writing prompts to help you mend and grow the relationships with yourself, romantic partner, family, and friends. Order yours today on FullCircleTelevision.com. Join us for season three of Relationship Goals, a podcast coming spring 2022.